You're listening to My HR Buzz, brought to you by My HR Concierge. Hosted by Chris Cooley, we'll bring you various topics and guests to shed light on the often confusing world of HR and also employee screening. We'll be putting the human in human resources. I want to thank you for joining us today on My HR Buzz, the podcast. I do want to make sure to uh, encourage you to click that subscribe button so that you can always be um, aware of the information that we're putting out. We always put out podcasts and and also visit our blog at myhrbuzz.com. We, we have a lot of great information on there and in, in keeping up with recent topics. And today we have Kim Lewis, who is the client development manager of MyHR Screens with us. And I want to thank you for being here today, Kim. My pleasure. Happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, what we want to talk about is one of the big things going on now is employee retention. Um, and, there's, and there's different components to that, right? There's making the right hire. There's what do you do after they're hired as far as making them feel a part of your team uh, and able to, to retain them. Um, but really what we want to talk about today is, is you know, ways – to help make that right higher, specifically as it relates to running your background checks. Um, if we look at this, I was reading a Forbes article earlier, and it's you know, and it, it states that turnover costs you one and a half to two times the salary of, of the position. And so, you know, that can get pretty expensive if you start thinking about a sixty thousand um, dollar position. You could be talking anywhere from Thirty thousand to one hundred twenty thousand dollars to to replace that person, and you know those costs relate to recruiting and onboarding and training, and then there's a ramp up where you know there's maybe a customer service issue because they're not answering the phone right. There's just a lot of different things, and so it it can be very costly in not getting that right person. And um, we really wanted to talk to Kim today to say, well, okay, well, how do we how do we do that? How do we how do we make sure that we're running the right background checks to begin that filter process, right? I always say anybody can be anybody for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever that interview period is. And so it's really important to outside of that interview period to, to really do your background on them. And so, Kim, one thing that I hear a lot is, you know, I, I want a background check. But, you know, that's what we do to make sure that we're hiring the right people. And so, I don't know that a background check is always a background check, if that makes sense. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll ask a new client coming on board, what are you currently doing? It's always where I start. You know, where is your mindset? What's important to you? Um, and, you know, before I start giving them recommendations of what I think, you know, should be their industry standard, uh, and then kind of work it out in the middle. You know, and I was talking to one not too long ago and said, well, Kim, I already do background checks. I run a driving record. And I said, okay. And I kind of paused for a minute, you know, thinking that, you know, an additional background check. So I had to go through from point A to point B because the background check, when you write your job descriptions, you put a lot of money and time into doing your handbooks, you write those job descriptions, they're put in place for a reason. Um, if you have positions that require a master's degree, require someone to hold a CDL commercial driver's license, if you're not screening to meet that criteria, 
that's going to be a problem not only for, I mean, that can hurt your company's reputation. Uh, if you promote or hire the wrong person and someone in your organization actually has those credentials, you know, they could stop and say, hey, wait a minute, you know, they don't actually have that master's degree and I do. So there's a lot of things that you cannot, I mean, you can put a price point on those things such as, you know, Purchasing computers, the training, the comp you know, the compensation. The other things that you need to think about is making a bad hire can cost you in ways of if they're a bad hire, they are affecting your managers because they're having to spend a lot more time with them, which trickles down to the supervisors, basically trickling down to the pay workers. And um, someone that is not the correct hire can have a huge impact um, just in your company in general then what do you do you know you, you terminate that one person that might be a bad hire you've got to go back through not only replace that person but if it's a bad hire they have, they may have made a couple of your really great employees may start looking somewhere else uh, just because they want to be you know appreciated and, and operate on a fair uh, playing field yeah, and that's a good point. When I was I was reading some articles, uh, you know, regarding turnover and retention and those things, and you know, it's it's what they term the tribal effect. And so, as you get those employees that maybe aren't a good fit, that are you know that end up moving out, what happens is a lot of they can have that influence, yes. and then you have other people start looking, and it yes. just kind of snowballs on you. Um, yes. And so as we as we think about specifically for, for retention, I mean, what are those components of I know you kind of mentioned um, education and things like that. But I mean, what are those components? What are the different components that somebody ought to look at from a background check? Well, you know, that's another place that, that I start. If they can have different screening levels, if you're hiring for someone and they have to have that education. They have to have that experience on their resume. You know, it's like you said, anybody can be anybody for 30 minutes. Same holds true with a resume. Um, I can hand you a paper and not one word on that whole paper be true. And I am a great interview. And you're like, wow, okay, you know, this is a great hire. If you don't do a deep dive into their criminal, which is very important, but also these credentials. If you have to have somebody with a certain level of education and 10 years of experience in a certain field, if you're not doing your due diligence to have a background screening run to make sure they are, then you know, you're opening yourself up to a lot of different um, things. I mean, think about it. A CDL truck driver, you know, they're not going to have to maybe have a master's degree but someone that you hire for a c-suite position does so that's the kind of thing that you have to kind of look at so looking at a client's hiring hierarchy if you will those packages can be detailed to exactly the important parts of a background check that they're going to need to have um, you know and make sure that they're run in a compliant way across the board um, of course, in in uh, conjunction with all the appropriate regulations and laws. No, absolutely, and it's uh, I know I know you know that's so important because I know we've worked with groups that 
chose not to background check. And so again, it, it, it's retention. It, it also goes to safety of your workforce. Um, you know, we worked with a group that, that prior to working with us didn't do background checks and they had a, there was a restaurant and they ended up with a, an individual that they had heard that, um, was a child abuser and they had them working with 15, 16 year old kids. However, they didn't have authorizations. They didn't have any of those things. Um, and to your point, talking about the resume on this person, on the application, they didn't check the box that they were a convicted felon. And so, and obviously depending on your state, the, the, the ban, the box law, there's, there are different things you can do there. But, but at this point and in this state, uh, they didn't check that box. <clears throat> and so it ended up a big issue because they ended up having to, um, find a way to run a background check on that person. And then, and then eventually they terminated them. But, um, but yeah, that just goes back to retention. Cause then you have, you know, this person, even though, um, you know, they, they had that record, it, it just becomes an issue. It gets in your employee base, your employees talk about it. Um, and, and it just causes uncertainty in the employee base. And so it's, so I think that's so important, um, you know, to make sure to do that. And so, um, also, I guess, as you talk about it, um, there's that retention, but also it's making sure that they are living up to and meeting whatever requirements they may have from a statutory perspective in their industry. So, for instance, I know you do a lot of medical screening. And in certain states, there are requirements for TB tests, X chest x-rays, and those kind of things as well. And so, I guess that's a big component to make sure that... Um, not only you're, you're, you're hiring the right person, but that they're going to be able to meet all those requirements from a regulatory perspective as well. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, having that done by, you know, a, a third party uh, company, having that as a report, getting, you know, making sure all of those things are run for a specific uh, job title is just you, you can't even put a price tag on that. Um, that is com compliance, and it also is a lot of assurance because the person working next to them, you know, if they are confident in their company and, and the background protocols that they were put through, they're going to feel better coming into work every morning because they're going to know that person was screened just like they were. And that's very important um, because the morale of a company, you know, it could be everything. That's right. And, you know, again, kind of going back to that, to that safety instance, um, you know, employees, employees know each other, right? They know, yes. um, it, it becomes familiar. It becomes people talk, people talk about their lives, all those things. This is just natural. And so there are ways that if you aren't background checking or you aren't doing those things as it, uh, as they should be doing those levels that you mentioned, um, you know, employees can learn things about other employees where they go, well, is this really a safe environment? I didn't right. know that, that that happened. Um, and it may be that, you know, and maybe that company doesn't, if they're not screening, they obviously don't have a policy on what is and is not ex acceptable yes. from that standpoint. And so I think it's important from that perspective as well, um, because it just, it, it just kind of gets it 
it, it builds that confidence in that employee base, as you said, to make sure that, you know, we were all screened the same way under the same policy, under the same guidelines, and we all pass those those requirements, right? And so Absolutely. from a from a safety perspective, from an ability perspective, those things. So I think that's a great point. And you know, Chris, we have seen a huge uptick, uh, I'd say in the last 12 months in companies instituting drug testing um, programs. And, you know, that's something that we take very seriously, not only to make sure that they're getting the correct panels and they're perhaps omitting THC, um, you know, very important, and making sure everybody is drug tested the same across the board, leading into the reasonable suspicion programs, you know, the whole nine yards, making sure all of those panels are the same across the board. And a lot of companies now are seeing the value, you know, okay, I run a, a statewide criminal check, I run a driving record. But if I'm not doing the uh, workplace drug testing, that's a big missing component. So I would have to say that is one of the biggest areas that I have seen over the last year where companies are taking that very seriously. You know, it can pick up everything from, you know, you can have alcohol, whatever level of drug testing you want to run and have everybody screen the same way. It's just vital to add to that safety. Yeah, and that, and that was a great point on the um, that you mentioned on the THC because one of the biggest com not complaints, but biggest roadblocks that we get as we talk to employers is so many states now they're um, you know cannabis is is accept is mm -hmm. uh, legal in their states and mm -hmm. I don't want a drug test, but you know you can certainly these drug tests can be uh, customized to where they don't include THC. If that's Absolutely. what if that's what a company wants to do, they can certainly do that. And so, Absolutely. you know, and drugs are such a big thing now um, in our country that in and it's you know it's about again it goes back to safety for the workforce. It also goes back to um, um, asset risk, right? So that you yes. don't have individuals that may. Um, you know, be stealing assets so that they can generate that cash to support their habit or whatever that may be. And so, exactly. yeah, I think that's a great point. Exactly. That's, that's, that's just been a huge, I mean, everybody said, okay, I run a criminal report. Okay. Right. What, what else, you know, what other levels do you do without doing that deep dive into that criminal, adding that drug test, if it's an education verification that you need. And I've had a lot of clients say, oh, well, I don't want to wait a day to get the education back. You know, I want my criminal back in 24 hours and, you know, it's going to take too long to get the background check done. And I tell them, I said, you know, you may have to wait two days for a drug test result to come back. You may have to wait an extra day for that education to come back. But what is going to save you down the road may be more than you could ever imagine. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, one thing maybe for a, for a later day is, um, for another day is, you know, we, we talk about criminal checks and we talk about those things. Maybe we can have a, a podcast that, that really breaks those components down because, you know, a criminal check is not a criminal check. Right. And I think one thing that happens a lot of times 
specifically um, as you're looking on the internet, you're looking for solutions and those things. There's an awful lot of $15 background uh, uh, criminal checks and unlimited checks and, and those kind of things. And I think a lot of people just don't understand what those are and yes. that, and, and I think maybe we could, maybe that's for a later day. We'll do that and kind of talk about those different components and what they're really, what you're really getting and how to, how to put those components together to, to get the best background check for your company. And that's great. And, you know, we do a really big push in January um, with our existing clients. Uh, let's sit down, let's schedule a call. Let's talk about what you're doing now. Let's talk about where your company has come in the last 12 months. Did we add another you know, section of hiring that we need to take a look at, that we need to put together a new package for background screening so that moving forward into your new year, you don't have to think about that again. So that's that would be a very good idea for another podcast. Absolutely. Okay. Now, that sounds great. Um, well, I, I, I appreciate you jumping on today. I think I think this was a, I think there's a lot of good information. I do think that doing the right, employee screening program does have does help so much from a retention perspective just trying to make sure that that you're getting employees that meet the needs of the business or, or meet those minimum requirements from a you know the drugs the drug testing and um, criminal records and education and employment and all those kind of good things uh, I think it's I think it's, it's it's a very critical component in that process absolutely absolutely well, great well again so if someone wanted to reach out to you how could they reach you well my direct phone number is going to be 866-899-8970 extension 118 you can always email me at k lewis that's the letter k lewis at myhrscreens.com and i would love to talk to anybody um who this reaches and has a special need that, you know, we can actually help serve them. Great. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody that's joined us on the podcast. Again, I always recommend, you know, hit that subscribe, hit that like. Um, that way you can always keep up with the information that we're putting out. If you have any questions um, or either you have some topics you would like for us to cover, uh, you can reach out to us at podcast at myhrbuzz.com. We'd love to talk to you. And, um, you know, if there are specific topics, we can certainly hit those topics as well. And uh, we look forward to uh, speaking with you next time.